Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that get us thinking, get us connected, get us wondering and inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made that connection. So it's the St. Paul Art Crawl time. And you know we have great artists that always join us for the St. Paul Art Crawl. Uh, the Art Crawl is next weekend, October 11th, 12th, and 13th. On Friday, it goes from 6 to 10. Then on Saturday, 12 to 8. And Sunday at 12 to 5. And this is a perfect opportunity for art lovers to celebrate, learn about, and collect local art. We have over 350 participating artists, and you can get a free Metro Transit ride ticket. Um, all you need to do, and it's, that is, by the way, for Saturday and Sunday, you can download your pass, a map. There's lists of events and performances on the website, and you can go to the St. Paul Art Crawl. Org. And in keeping with our sponsorship, we love to have artists come and join us and talk about their art and the work that they're doing and where they're doing it and giving you some ideas of maybe things that you could talk about with artists when you go to the art crawl. So I've got Jason Kipping, who is with the Great River Gallery. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. Glad you're here. Uh, Kipping. You got it. There we there go. There we go. <laughs> we, we, we were wondering if I was going to pronounce it's it correctly. It's 100% misplaced. Caping. Yeah, caping. It's fine. <laughs> Jason Caping. We have Chris Johnson. Good Welcome. afternoon. I'm so glad you're here, Chris. Thanks. And you do all kinds of cool things, but your art is also going to be at the Northwestern Building Artists. That is correct. Boy. In Lower Town. Terrific. And we'll be talking about all the cool things that you've got with mosaic tiled tables and restored steamer trunks. And with Jason, we'll be talking about his cool pots and his pig's eye pots.com for folks to take a look at that. We're going to start off today with Deanne Parks. Welcome, Deanne. Hi. Thanks for having us. I'm so glad you're here, Deanne. You are having your art at the Midway Triangle Building. That's where I am. That's where I create my work and that's where I will be exhibiting during the art crawl. Well, I am looking at the art crawl catalog. I love the catalog. The catalog is a piece that I collect every year that is a perfect coffee table place. And you've got a big uh, spotlight devoted. You, you, you won the district spotlight it looks like here. I did. Different sponsors um, do different sections, spotlight sections and I was chosen by Wet Paint the art supply store on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. And that piece is very representative of my new body of work. And this one's called Sunrises and Sunsets, Midwives and Caregivers. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, that, the, the body of work as a whole is about moments, uh, moments of transition, moments of chaos, moments of epiphany. And it uh, – that particular piece is is thinking about the moment of sunset, the moment of sunrise, the moment where someone enters the world and begins their life, and the moment where someone leaves the world and ends their life. You shared with me earlier that this uh, moment's theme is split into two areas. You've got one that's sort of a chaotic and frenetic and imaginative and dreamlike, and you've also got – uh, pieces that take you to a whole new place, that sort of out-of-body experience. They're all – seems to be tied to a spirituality. Yes, spirituality and just what's grounded in the earth. Um, I decided to do this particular uh, body of work because I was invited to have a solo exhibition at the Rosemount Steeple Center. And I had just finished a large body of work a year or so ago where I had been looking out at people transitioning migrants immigrants, people transitioning, fledging into new things in their life. And so I thought, well, let's try and make this one a little more introspective. And so I started a meditation practice to go with my journaling. And I started realizing that there are all these moments that that happen to us. And some are things like, especially for artists, the other artists at the, at here uh, – confirmed this, we have these moments of visual flashes that happen in our imagination. And so some of these paintings are just, they're just ridiculous. I don't know. You'll have a woman taking a shower in a turtleneck next to a robot holding a flower next to 
um, a bird handing a piece of cheese to a mouse. And so it's just all of the moments that can happen in the creative chaos of things. And then there's also larger sweeping moments like where you might get caught up in a piece of music and all of a sudden you realize you're having sort of an out-of-body experience because it's, it just lifts you up and out. I'd have to imagine that part of the fun when you're exhibiting this is having the audience tell you what they see and what it means to them. Well, that's sort of always been the case with my work. When uh, when people take a piece of my artwork home, I'm often – I'll get emails and texts saying, oh, my gosh, I just found this in the painting. It's been in my office for five years and now I just noticed <laughs> this for the first time. Uh-huh. So I hear that from a lot of people. And at the same time, I have people show me things in my paintings that – I never even knew we were there, which is fascinating. It takes on a life of its own. It really does. You were telling me earlier, um, and you, you mentioned just now, that you started uh, the theme just before the one that you're working on right now. Um, had that sense of migration, that sense of fledglings and seeds, uh, the leaving the nest, the new starts. Tell me a little bit about that. That particular body of work, the title of the show was Fledglings and Seeds, and it was a combination of ceramic sculpture and installation and paper mache and So a paintings. mixed media. It of- was lots of different things going on. And I was I had been really touched by the stories of people having to leave their homes for because of violence or because of war, getting in boats, the danger and and then some people leaving because they chose to leave. Uh, people – I was also impacted by my child who was – adult disabled child who was wanting to fledge out of the house and into her own space. So I started using the idea of seeds because they leave the plant and become something new and grow and the idea of fledglings because they leave the nest and start their own life. And – uh, it just – it really came together in a very nice way and I had some wonderful conversations with people who had immigrated that came to the show. And related. Had, and could relate and had, yeah. had large transitions and they would talk to me about those things. And art, if it can start a conversation and you can relate to it, something going on in your life and share that with an artist, that's what's so great about the art crawl. It's an opportunity to talk to the artist and tell them those kinds of things. We want to hear your stories and we're happy to share ours with you. Your colors are vibrant. I mean, they're exciting. They're um, and the images range in such a way that they have a spirituality to them. And very often, as I see in looking up uh, the work that you've done, um, are drawn to folks that are doing um, spiritual representations. So you've got the Basilica of St. Mary, Westminster Presbyterian, uh, Central Lutheran. You've got international uh, calendars and corporate and private collections. Tell me about why you think those in particular um, supporters of your art are drawn to your art. I think that part of it is um, they see the social justice themes. I also think that some of these things are quite spiritual in nature and people will look at them and they will tell me, oh, I see this and this and this and they connect to the piece because it resonates in their own spiritual life. Um, There's – There's other things that happen when people stand in front of a piece of original artwork or hold a piece of original artwork that they can connect it with it in a way that's different than than what appears to be on the surface. Mm -hmm. That's that's the magic of the original artwork instead of just a print or a picture in a catalog or a newspaper. And the pieces you're working on now are called moments and they're they're all paintings in this – in this particular series, it's it's all paintings. And like we talked about before, it's very interesting because it's like some are, are quite abstract and, and go on sweeping themes and others are really frenetic and chaotic and whimsical. And but both have kind of that aha, that aha moment. Very much so. They're, they're very, I'm an intuitive painter. I don't know what I'm going to paint in advance. I just start out by making chaos on the canvas and whatever bubbles up. Things drop back and get covered up. Thing, other things jump out and get formed into being. And somewhere – and as I come up with these images, words and phrases are in my head and I write them on index cards that I keep on my easel. And towards the end, I start to know the story behind the piece and the title of that painting is always somewhere 
on one of those index cards. Can you tell me about one of the paintings and some of the words that were on those index cards that led to the – or just it, any of the paintings that you've worked on, some of the um, – how you've created the, the idea from the, those three-by-five cards? Well, for example, I was commissioned to do a mural at Christ on Capitol Hill right on the front doors of their church and they face the state capitol building. So I told Law. them – <laughs> So it's, it's kind of, I called it the intersection of faith and power. And I, uh, I, I told them, I said, I can't I, – I don't know if you really want me to do this because I can't tell you what I'm going to paint on your doors. But they said they liked my art and they wanted me to do it and they didn't want to interfere with my process, that they just wanted me to know that they were founded by immigrants – and that they wanted to be a tree of life in the city. So with those two things, I went out and I did my process where I just painted the doors and let the paint drip and made chaos. And then every day I'd walk out and some little piece would float up and another piece would drop back. And in the end, the title of the piece was Tree of Life in the City. And there were representations of both the immigrants that started that church 150 years ago and the immigrants that are part of that church today from Africa and from Asia. In the immigrant journey, are you finding similarities as you have explored this migration that that brings people together no matter what immigration that they have brought – have come here uh, that, that links us together? I think it does link us together. I think it has so much to do with our own stories and the way we connect with other people's stories. And with that, my producer's looking at me like, you didn't notice that we're at the end of the segment <laughs> as I ask this you know, incredible question? Uh, we are. We're at the end of the segment. And Deanne, thank you for sharing about your art and the moments uh, that we can all uh, participate in by going to the Midway Triangle Building. Thank you, Lori. And we'll be right back. Um, and can you give me your website so that we make sure we get that out there? www.artdeanne.com. Check her art out. It's very cool. And we'll back to talk with the rest of the artists from the St. Paul Art Crawl. And that's happening next week. Don't miss it. Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait, but waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at allenergysolar.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our secret animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jason from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. I'm Richard R.J. Eskow, and this week on The Zero Hour, we'll be discussing political corruption, Wall Street shenanigans, our corporate overlords, digital dystopia, and maybe throw in a surprise or two as well. All this and more on The Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 until midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With my busy schedule with the colder months finally here, Rudy Luther Toyota saves me time, money, and hassle. A great example, the Luther Advantage card. With every new and used vehicle purchased, you'll get three years of 10 cents off per gallon of gas at Holiday Station stores and $5 off the works car washes. The Luther Advantage card keeps you happy while saving you money. It really helps me out, and with my hectic fall family schedule, I really appreciate it. Find out all the benefits yourself at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hackers. 
ransomware, security breaches. As I speak, cyber criminals are stepping up their attacks on businesses like yours. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld of Rymark. Rymark has the expertise and experience necessary to navigate your company to safe water. We launch our process with a network security assessment. We'll uncover the hidden threats to your business and provide you with a map to peace of mind. And it's free. Call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com to schedule your free security assessment today. Connections Radio Show. We're so glad you're here. And we're celebrating next week's St. Paul Art Crawl. And you know that we're sponsors and we love the St. Paul Art Crawl. And I get a chance to have uh, artists come and talk to me about their art. We had our part one last week. And you'll notice that it's a new time. We're doing it on Sunday afternoon. Um, and artists in me like Saturday, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> it's nice yes. to come in a little later in the day. And we have uh, – well, first I'll tell you. Uh, next week it's October 11th, 12th, and 13th. So if you want to go on Friday, it's a Friday evening. That's on the 11th from 6 to 10. Saturday it's all day from 12 – all day all day starting at noon. Noon to 8 and then Sunday noon to 5. And this is a great way to learn about art, to talk with artists and to collect local art because when you buy local art, you're investing in our economy and you're investing in the art that we love and so that artists can continue to do the wonderful things that they do. You can go and go to all these different districts and you can go see 350 different artists and by going uh, on the Metro Transit ride. And you can get free tickets on the Metro Transit. To download those tickets, just go to the org. And I've got three amazing artists. We were just in our last segment talking to Deanne Parks. Deanne, we're so glad you're here today. It's nice to be here, Lori. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your moments up close and personal and um, the real deal, not the print. <laughs> the original. The original. There we go. We've got Jason Caping. Yes. Jason is uh, a potter and he's got cool pottery and we're going to be talking to you in our next segment. But your stuff is over at the Great River Gallery. That's correct. Yes. Want to also make sure that everyone knows that Deanne Parks' art is at the tri- uh, the Midway Triangle Building. Yes. And in this segment, I'm going to be talking to Chris Johnson. Hi there. Hi there. So glad you're here. Thank you. Your art is going to be shown at the Northwestern Building. That is correct, in Lower Town. Where it all began. The heart of Lower Town. So, Chris, you do a variety of art. Tell me about the various mediums you work on. And sure. then let's start with the fiber arts. Oh, sure. So uh, I do uh, a line of handmade clothing, uh, accessories, uh, blankets, pillows, uh, I've been crocheted hats. Yes, I do crocheted knitting. Uh, since I was six years old, taught by my gra- by my grandmother. And, and none of your stuff has patterns. This is all just sort of your I creation. I do not use patterns. I honestly don't even know how to read a pattern. <laughs> so I try right? and I give up. So it right? becomes something that I create, yes. but it's not intentional. <laughs> yes. So yes, uh, just I uh, comes out of my head, and I uh, by the time I was about. 12 or 13, uh, we're doing gifts for people, uh-huh. uh, just making things as gifts. I don't know how good they were back then, but uh, I started doing that as a teenager. And so, yeah, I'm 48 years into um, to being a fiber artist, which dates me, I guess, if I there's learned when I was six. <laughs> there's something very comforting about all of your art. Um, I love the little flowers that Thank you. occur yep. on and and nice cozy scarves. Uh, you were about to tell me before we came out of our our break that there was something special you wanted to talk about with your fiber arts. Yes, thank you. So um, I've been doing this all of my life, but in the last year, uh, lost my sister in law, oh. and excuse me. No, uh, no. So we art is a way of healing. Yes, and uh, so I when I was with her. Uh, Came upon a design in when I in the, her last few minutes, and um, that hat. Now we uh, I sell online, and we started a scholarship fund at the uh, College of Saint Scholastica, and so it's called the Annette Barker Nursing Scholarship Fund at the College of Saint Scholastica, and we sell hats, uh, and all the proceeds from the sale of the hat go 
go directly to St. Scholastica. So why don't you give that website one more time? Yeah, you can find them on Etsy slash shop slash Mona J Art and Gifts. And all these hats that I'm looking at right now are all uh, going to be the uh, will be contributions essentially. Correct. The yep, they, they're thirty dollars. Yes, and of course Etsy takes a little portion of that uh, because I use their website, but the rest of the funds go directly to um, the scholarship fund, and um, I donate my time and all of the supplies. Another question I have for you. If someone looks at this and goes, oh, you know, I love the first-year baby hat collection. <laughs> They're absolutely adorable. Um, and, the, and the cute little figures on that. But, you know, th- my little girl loves Tinkerbell. Yes. Can you make – can you design something I based- do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I get requests uh, during the art crawl and I re- get requests on a regular basis uh, after and through the Websi- ebs- edsite, uh, website. Excuse me. So, yes, I can make just about anything. Um, Sometimes uh, it may take me a little longer and I may have to make something once or twice to, to get it right. But yeah, um, I can usually take a take an idea and see it to fruition. Well, something to keep in mind when they come to visit you mm-hmm. at Northwestern. Yes. You also do uh, coffee tables. I do. Tell me about the coffee tables sure. and why and how you got started in coffee tables. <laughs> sure. So uh, for about seven years, I lived in Colorado and uh, worked as a tiler doing uh, custom showers and custom bathrooms. And when I moved back to Minnesota, I uh, decided uh, to go back into banking, uh, which was my first love. But missed working with the tile and the, feeling the texture of the tile. And my mother had a... Uh, table that had a top that was destroyed and gave it to me and said, would you be interested in trying to do something with this? And I took it home, went to Home Depot and bought some travertine tile and busted it all up. And with you a smashed hammer. it. <laughs> smashed it all up <laughs> with, a, uh, yeah, with a hammer and got some glass pieces to work in that. And that was my first and time doing it. Sort of like backing into a puzzle. Yeah, exactly. You didn't exactly. have the cover to know what it was supposed I to look like. Did not, and I never do. Still to this day, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I start one, it's a puzzle, but I don't know what it's going to look like and, until I actually get towards the end of it. And but, tell me about your steamer trunks. Yes, I also restore uh, antique uh, steamer steamer trunks in uh, Lower Town at my studio. Uh, I do what's called a soft restoration, so I'm not making them look like they're brand new. I'm actually uh, trying to salvage everything that I can can from the original piece but make them usable again. Usually when I get them, people are giving them away or throwing them away because Mm -hmm. they smell on the inside. And I realized that if with some work, a lot of work, Uh (laughs) um, you can actually salvage them. Do you decorate them as well? Uh, On occasion, I do. Sometimes I paint them uh, interesting colors. I've done some reds, uh, which typically is not a steamer trunk color. Uh Uh, Back in the day, they would have only been three colors, brown, black, or green. Uh, Which are good Norwegian colors. And red is a good Norwegian color, too. Thank you. My father appreciates that. Well, Chris, thank you for coming and sharing about your art. Uh, again, why don't you give your website and yep. where they can come see you sure. uh, next weekend? Absolutely. So you can find me on Etsy slash shop slash Mona J Art and Gifts. Uh, and please come to Lower Town. Visit everybody in Lower Town, um, including me at the Northwestern Building, Studio 635. And that. It's next weekend, and go to stpaulartcrawl.org for more information. We'll be right back after a few announcements and get to talk to our friend Jason about his cool art on pig's eye pottery. Pottery. <laughs> <laughs> Join Quorum as they celebrate their 26th annual National Coming Out Day Luncheon presented by U.S. Bank. This inspirational luncheon gives voice to the power of living openly, honestly, and with authenticity. Coming out still matters. The National Coming Out Day Luncheon is a reminder that doing so creates new advocates for equality. Reserve your tickets today for Friday, October 11th. The National Coming Out Day Luncheon will be at the Hyatt Regency Minneapolis at 1300 Nicolette Mall. The Marketplace Expo opens at 10 a.m. and the luncheon will begin at 1145. 
Tickets are available to members for $49 or non-members for $59. Guest speakers include A. Charlene Leach of the P Fund Foundation, Stuart Milk of the Harvey Milk Foundation, Justin Nelson, co-founder of the National LGBT Chamber of Commerce, Tori Fix, a local hip-hop artist, WCCO's Mike Augustianak, and AM 950's Ellie Krug. Opening remarks will be made by House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler. Learn more, purchase your tickets at TwinCitiesQuorum.com. Twin Cities, Q-U-O-R-U-M.com. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Hey, this is your favorite producer, Eric. I'm here with Hunter, your other favorite producer. We've got a new show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. So tune in for Mission Accomplishers, the podcast-broadcast hybrid hosted by the fellas. You'd be amazed at what we can accomplish. We'd love for you to check it out and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. What missions have we accomplished? We're working on it. So tune in every Saturday at 7 p.m. for Mission Accomplishers and find out. I put the program in place to protect the country. The Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates and private dining room for parties available. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be sunny with a high of 62 and a low around 49 at night. Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high of 67 and a low of 53. While Wednesday has a slight chance of rain with a high of 67 and a low around 50. Your EatLocalMinnesota.com restaurant of the week is Crooners. Known for its relaxed civility, quality food, and entertainment, Lakeside Supper Club Crooners is on the border of Minneapolis at the center of Twin Cities Music Scene, located off Highway 65 in Moore Lake. Find out more details at CroonersLoungeMN.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter, and we love to talk about art. Uh, In fact, next week is the St. Paul Art Crawl. That's October 11th, 12th, and 13th. Uh, It starts on Friday from 6 to 10. Then on Saturday and Sunday, it's 12 to 8 and 12 to 5, and you also get to go on the Metro and get the Metro Transit Ride tickets. Uh, and you can download those as well as your pass, a map, a list of events and performances by going to the org. And we've got wonderful artists. You've had a chance to meet and hear about Deanne Park's art. Welcome, Deanne. Hi, Lori. And your art can be found at art, dot com. Deanne. Yes. Midway, and you're going to be showing your art at the Midway Triangle Building. Yes, at Raymond Station. And last segment, we were talking with Chris Johnson. And Chris, can you can look at your, her art by going to Etsy.com. And that's uh, Mona J. Art and Gifts. That's correct. And you're also going to be at the Northwestern Building Artists. I will. Terrific. And you can also go to a Facebook page, I believe. Is there a Facebook page? Uh, yes, please. Uh, Northwestern Building Artists. Wonderful. You'll see our event there. And in this segment, we've got Jason Caping. Yes. And you do cool pots. I, I hope so. Yes, I try. And you're gonna, your art's <laughs> going to be at the Great River Gallery. Correct. And you yep. can go to the Great River Gallery dot or, dot art. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great River Gallery. Dot art <laughs> backslash events. Yes. Or you can go straight to his art by going to pigseyepots.com. And for all us old St. Paulers, we love 
pig's eye. Excellent. Yes. Great great to bring (laughs) that wonderful memory back for all of us. Thank you. Now, when we were talking a little earlier about uh, how you got back into art, Mm -hmm. uh, you've been doing this for now eight years? Uh, Eight years full time. I have been – I've been messing around with clay for 23 years on and off. Um, I started in high school. I absolutely loved it. It kind of, Deanne sort of mentioned it too. It kind of calmed down the the chaos in my head a little mm-hmm. bit. Just, I have a lot of parallel thoughts. I get my hands on some clay. Next thing you know, I'm sort of locked in. There's focus in creation. Yes, yes. And it's funny because I do go into making some forms kind of blank slate ish. But when it comes to uh, my work as it's sort of grown, I really do plan it out a little bit more. But it's, uh, again, just playing with the clay, experimenting with glazes, firing kilns. It's all just uh, helps focus things in. Well, you were telling me that um, for some, uh, they think that it takes 10 years to become a potter and others believe. So Western Uh – well, so Minnesota, for anybody out there that's that's aware of this too, Minnesota is a a pretty significant hub for ceramic artists in the – just in in North America in general. Um, Most Western potters will tell you at least 10 years before they were making air quotes decent pots. Uh Uh, In Japan, they'll tell you a a lifetime and a half. Um, I've been at it full time eight years. I'm nowhere near. I th- I I don't think I'm anywhere near making amazing like master potter level, but they get better every single day. But you like to have them have a certain feel. Yes. So um, I do make primarily my my aim is just to make very high quality uh, tableware. I like uh, pots that are interesting to hold that are durable. Uh, when it comes to my functional pots, and just think I'm, I'm usually – I tend to make kind of utilitarian, you know, uh, usable work. And uh, a lot of attention goes into like the feel of the handle, the feel of the the rim, especially with functional, you know, bowls and cups and that kind of a thing. Um, any potters out there that might be listening will know that it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of an obsession to just go down the rabbit hole of like this has to pour nicely or mm-hmm. feel comfortable in your hand. Especially if you're going to be buying handmade work, uh, it it better be your favorite piece in the house. So, so eight years ago, you were doing computer work. I was, I was, and I was not doing it very well either. But I, <laughs> but I, uh, uh, yeah. So I, and with that, you you said I want to do this again. Yes, I I, I moved that aha moment very much. So I I did the standard Minnesotan formula where I I moved away. I lived a bunch of different places, uh, kind of in my twenties. Um, got to my late twenties, early thirties. Moved back to Minnesota. And uh, kind of uh, by accident ended up moving across the river from the Northern Clay Center. Um, I I rediscovered it. I originally went there in high school, um, rediscovered it, went back, started taking classes, and then apprenticed uh, under a master potter for about five years. And just a year ago, I opened Great River Gallery on, on West 7th. This is a 130-year-old building it's, that you gutted? It is an extremely cool building. Yeah, we, we lucked out. When we were looking for spaces, and I say we because I share this space with my good friend and, and fine art photographer, Steve Wiewerka, and his assistant, Rachel Fiedler. Um, so it's the three of us primarily in Great River Gallery. We came across this, this space. Above the drop ceiling was a 130-year-old tin. We ripped all the drop ceiling out. We exposed the brick. Uh, there were original frames underneath there. There's an old water closet that was covered up. Um, so it's 2,400 square feet of fine art gallery and a working artist studio. Now, all of you here today are commercial are in a commercial space, correct? Yes. So when you go to the commercial space, you'll be able to see how the art is being created as well as, as being on display. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, there's a couple of images online, but I thought it would be interesting. So. Where the Great River Gallery is, my mother actually grew up about two blocks down on West 7th, right next to Bennett's, if everyone, anyone's familiar with okay. where Bennett's is. Um, Deanne lives about a block away. Right so, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and, and I thought it would be, so West 7th is, is, is been changing. It's, yes. it's, it's, Unique because it's been changing, but it's also staying the same in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. My uncle still lives in the house he grew up in. There's mm-hmm. those old school neighborhood roots, but then there's different 
uh, businesses and shops popping up. Especially left down and right. the river. I yeah. Mean, with the Schmidt and then on up towards the XL, you've got the XL of the other anchor. I mean, there's lots of. Yep. And there's some of the finest, I mean, restaurants, tap rooms, you know, little little kind of hole-in-the-wall joints. But the thing is, most of us in St. Paul don't want people from the west side of town to know about it. But <laughs> for the St. Paul art crawl, definitely. Come on down. Yeah, you can, you can yeah. cross the river. It's not that spooky. You also do classes. I do a ton of classes. I've hosted uh, just over 1,200 classes between uh, the space I used to work in and, this, and now Great River Gallery. Um, any skill level, uh, it's a two-hour wheel-throwing pottery class. Uh, people make whatever they want. I, I kind of float around and help in the least creepy way possible. There's no, there's a hover. ghost. You only hover there's a little a bit. There's a ghost reference in every single, yeah. I actually brought a group of teenagers to take a class in his space. It was the first time I met Jason. He's an, a fabulous teacher. Uh. We were all successful and able to make pots in that two hours. Well, I, Jason, Jason was also telling me about how you worked with Children's Hospital too. Yes. So in the, in the, about, Five to six years I've been hosting and teaching classes. Um, uh, I've done you know anything from from children's classes to large corporate you know client appreciation events or team building out team building uh, sort of events. And um, I've done uh, I've been honored to to host a, a handful of classes with Children's Hospital and their oncology uh, department. Uh, with their young adults with with cancer, and it's it's uh, and actually most recently been doing some work with the Wounded Warriors Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I a lot of people have have the feedback I've been hearing, and it's kind of you know what I experienced in my own life is working with the clay on the wheel and just just winging it, kind of just making whatever, experimenting, and just getting the feel for it can go from it goes from downright. Uh, frustrating and demoralizing to all of a sudden <laughs> out of nowhere you're kind of in this zen place and it just and it just clicks and it quiets things down um it it works really well people people seem to be pretty surprised at how how much they enjoy it so yeah so when folks come, where should they go? So if they're looking for Great River Gallery, mm-hmm. um, the the largest, most notable landmark there is there is Lower Town in our kind of neck of the woods, and then if you head uh, west on West Seventh, the Schmidt uh, Artist Lofts is a massive stop. Um, it's in the old Schmidt Brewery and Great River Gallery. We are just five blocks west of of the Schmidt. Um, it's eleven sixty three Seventh Street West. Uh, it's and again, it's St. Paul, so the streets don't kind of they don't really make sense. But you'll figure it's it organic. out. It's organic. It's very. It, yes. It's all based on the river. It's if a, you know that it's based on the river and yeah. how much space back from the river, then you get a whole different appreciation. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for grids, go over to Minneapolis. <laughs> exactly. If you're looking for the organic meaning, yeah. come to St. Paul. If you're looking to have lived here your whole life and still not know the roads, come to St. Paul. Yeah. Well, there's a quote that you're reminding me of that I've I've just looked up uh, when we talk about kids and we talk about. You know, looking for what art, how art plays a role in our life. Before a child talks, they sing. Before they write, they draw. As soon as they stand, they dance. Art is fundamental to our human expression. It is who we are at our deepest roots. And I think when you talk about that quieting or being open for that frenetic uh, images that come to us, I think we're tapping into something about who we are as human beings. Um, we want to connect to art. We want to express something. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wonderful that we can um, not only come and and cherish your art as part of our tableware, mm-hmm. but that we could come and learn how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. I mean, it, the, that's why the art crawl is such an interesting uh, and different experience from just going – a lot of times, you know, not that there's anything wrong or, or less than going to just a gallery and checking out work. The art crawl's immersive. You can dive right into a, an artist's space, you know, and and we invite you in, obviously. So it's – and you get to just bounce ideas with the artists, get to see where we create. Um and uh, just roam around, learn different little nooks and crannies of, of the city. It's really – it's a lot larger than people think. And if you carve some time out on the weekend and bounce around, it's, it's a you'll, very You'll cool never weekend. be able to go to all of it in one art crawl. No. And that's when you get hooked on the art crawls and all the different places that you want to go. 
um, to be able to see all yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I think is important is that sometimes people don't know what to ask and if it's okay to talk to the artists. And what I like to encourage folks that are going to the art crawl is go and find a piece that speaks to you in some way mm-hmm. that you have a reaction to and then tell that reaction to the artist yeah. and, and start a conversation. You were saying earlier how important conversation – I'm talking to Deanne. You can't see that on the radio. But I'm looking <laughs> at Deanne. <laughs> how important that is to create that kind of connection in communicating about how the art impacts us. It is because everybody can look at a piece of artwork and see something different because you bring your own experience, your own life to the table when you're looking at a piece of artwork or holding a piece of artwork. And you may see something – that that the artist never saw and you can share that with the artist or by asking the artist, can you tell me more about this piece or why did you choose these colors? The artist may be able to tell you quickly or they may stand there for a second and it bubbles something up out of them that they hadn't even realized themselves yet. Well, when I was looking at your art and I know I only have – I'm going to have a whole minute here because I'm going to tell my technical director I want a little extra time. <laughs> when I was looking at your art, um, I noticed that there was something that was a little different with one of them, and you told me that it was electric firing. Mm-hmm. So you work with wood firing, electric firing, salt firing, and gas firing. Yes. I, I, I finish the pots in a, a variety of different ways just depending on – and I like – a potters will tell you too, I mean I love collaborating. So mm-hmm. I have an electric kiln at Great River Gallery. Um, there are a ton of wood-fired potters, especially in the St. Croix Valley. There are a lot of wood-fired potters. And so collaborating with those individuals and just learning. I've only been doing this for full-time for eight years. There are individuals out there that have been doing it for 40. I mean it's a rabbit hole of learning. What I what I've cherished about the art crawl is what I've learned is that the artists really are a community. And there is a sense of connection amongst all the artists supporting each other. Um, as artists do well, all artists uh, are are supported. Yeah. And the ones that have been doing it for many years, you've – Deanne have done it. This is your 40th? This is my 40th St. Paul art crawl. And since there's two a year, that doesn't mean it's 40 years. Right, it's actually right. – <laughs> spans over closer to like 20 years. But you've done it for five? I've been – Six. Six years. Yep. Six and this is my fifth art crawl. I'm fairly new. And we'll be right back after some commercials to talk a little bit more about what the art crawl means. And I have a special message about a coordinator, um, a director who has been my partner in bringing these great artists together. And we'll, we'll want to do a special memory of Brenda in our next segment. So stay with us. Litton's Party Value is your Halloween headquarters. All Halloween-specific items will be an extra 20% off our low warehouse prices. Litton's Party Value has its best costumes for toddlers, kids' favorite licensed costumes, and adult costumes. Litton's Party Value has a great selection of tableware, decorations, and props to put the haunt into your Halloween horror show. Shop Litton's Party Value's new location at 913 Plymouth Avenue North, Minneapolis. Free parking or shop Litton's online at partyvalue.com. Hey everyone, Ellie Krug here from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. This month, I'm sharing about opportunities to hear me in person. I'm having an open house on Thursday, October 17th in Minneapolis. Come hear about my work and about my nonprofit, Human Ripple Works, Inc. You need to register. There's no charge, but I need a head count. To register, go to elliekrug.com and see the upcoming engagements page. Scroll down, click on the link for October 17th to register. That's me, Ellie the Idealist, trying to make the world better. Hope to see you. The Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. The St. Paul Art Crawl showcases the diversity of art that St. Paul has to offer. By nurturing a vibrant arts community, the Art Crawl inspires artistic growth and fosters a creative exchange of ideas. Throughout the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore fabulous art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass for Saturday and Sunday. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get all the details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. 
This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Join us for New Beginnings, Saturday mornings at 11, brought to you in part by Vision Loss Resources. Imagine cyber criminals waiting outside your network, probing for weaknesses. What if you're next? Well, what if you had a team of experts to navigate you through these what-if waters? Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark with a unique offer, a free network security assessment. We'll uncover the hidden threats to your business and provide you with a map to peace of mind. Call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com to schedule your free security assessment and stop drowning in what-ifs. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. We've been having a wonderful day talking about art and getting ready for the St. Paul Fall Art Crawl. Uh, It's just next week, October 11th, 12th, and 13th. It takes place Friday from 6 to 10, Saturday from 12 to 8, Sunday from 12 to 5. And you can go to the stpaulartcrawl.org for lots of good things. Uh, you can download your pass for the Metro Transit and on Saturday and Sunday you can ride for free. There are lists of events. There's performances and it's important for folks to know about the districts. There are several. There are 10 districts um, and districts mean that there may be more than one location. Correct. <laughs> so mm-hmm. make it a goal eventually to hit all the districts. Um, I'll be frank. I haven't hit all the districts. There's so many and, it take, and I love spending my time. But what I'll do is every year year, make sure that if I haven't been to a district that I go to another. And you can go to several. Deanne, looks like you have a, a good I thing do. to say. And the other thing about even if even if you've been to a district before, it's going to be yes. different every single time you go. Yes. There's going to be different artists with their doors open for each crawl. They're going to have a different body of work each time. So go ahead. It's okay to hit some of the ones that you've hit before, but do try and get out there to those outliers where there's just it just looks like there's one or two artists. Go for it. Because you just don't know what you're missing until you get there. I'll make a promise I will this year. Great. <laughs> All right. Deanne, um, can, you can find her art at artdeanne, and that's D-E-A-N-N-E dot com, and she's showing her art at the Midway Triangle Building. Yes, we're located in Raymond Station. Wonderful. Jason Caping? Yep. You're at the Great River Gallery, and you can go to greatrivergallery.art backslash events. Yes. You can also go to pigseyepots.com. Yes. yes, absolutely. My name sounds terrible with ceramics or pottery, so I went with old school St. Paul. I love pig's eye. It's yeah. wonderful. And we have Chris Johnson, and your art can be found on Etsy, and you can go to etsy.com and backslash Mona J. Arts and Gifts, and you do Fabulous textiles, and you're at the Northwestern building. That's correct. And my uh, trunks and tables, typically not sold on Etsy. They're very, very heavy. Uh, so uh, by appointment um, or during the art crawl, you can see you can see those items as well. We also wanted to take this time to um, share with our audience about a wonderful lady, Brenda Brasso. And she was the uh, co-executive director. She worked on it six seasons. And she was the reason we had great artists coming on to the show. Um, She recruited wonderful art. Uh, She made an emphasis on wanting to get uh, multimedia and multicultural uh, and folks who may have not had a chance to have their art be exposed, to be first-timers on radio. Uh, she did a lovely job and and she passed this last month and we miss her. Uh, Brenda's leadership continued to be the growth of the St. Paul Art Crawl beyond the traditional lower town boundaries. She and Alexan, uh, Alex uh, – Alexan uh, Richmond were a dynamic art. Well, Alex is wonderful, but they were a dynamic team. And in six seasons, she co-led the art crawl. She guided the expansion with new venues and more districts, reaching a record-breaking number of artists, galleries, and businesses participating. She really strove to bring a diverse face to the art crawl. Um, Brenda personally was a very dear friend. She, she put her heart into the art crawl. So we're glad that we can bring her art to our memory. 
I'm going to let you guys talk about Brenda. <laughs> Brenda was an amazing artist in her own right. She did incredible bead sculptures, just unbelievable. And she was so open and welcoming in bringing the community together. She would reach out to people, whether they were new or whether they were really established artists. She gave everyone a place at the table. Yeah. You knew Brenda. I did. I did. Yeah. And, and again, going from uh, kind of a different career and uprooting that or actually just getting rid of that to become a full-time potter, uh, she was one of the first faces that I encountered when I sort of interfaced with the St. Paul Art Collective and especially uh, opening my own space. Um Deanne nailed it. I mean, she she spoke to you the same way she would speak to, you know, who highfalutin forty uh-huh. year master <laughs> artist, whatever. I mean, or to or to the newbie, just just wanting to kind of break in and be a part of the a part of the organization. She she's she was amazing. She wanted all the artists to shine. Absolutely, yeah. You knew her too, right, Chris? I did, and I would agree with his. Uh, his uh, thoughts on her just being welcoming to people. Again, I was an, uh, I'm was i a semi-retired banker and uh, didn't even know if people would consider what I did as art. And Brenda was there to say, absolutely, we would consider that as art. So uh, it was really important for me. Um, she also honestly uh, was, was pretty selfless. Um, I didn't realize what a wonderful artist she was until I saw some of it in the last couple of days. So, so I know Brenda would want us to go out and buy art. <laughs> that would be her goal uh, to support artists because that was her uh, – that was her love was to support each artist to be able to get – every artist to the next level, a recognition. So I'm going to encourage the audience who have enjoyed these last few years as we have been the sponsor of the uh, St. Paul Art Crawl to consider going out and doing it also for Brenda, who made a difference in in so many people's lives. You can learn more about the Art Crawl and get all the good information by going to the stpaulartcrawl.org. Again, there's all kinds of information there and all kinds of events and calendars and uh, when you do go to the art crawl, you can pick up these beautiful catalogs and look through. When you're going to go see art, look at the districts. There are 10 districts. Or if you want to look up, hey, I want to go see pottery, go see pottery, go see painting, uh, go see fiber arts. However you want to do it, jump in. Mm -hmm. Be frenetic. Be chaotic. Discover as you go as an artist where you want to, um, to land and get to know the artist. And for the end, I want everyone to go around and share your website. In addition. Absolutely. Uh, GreatRiverGallery.art is the gallery's website. My personal uh, ceramic arts page is PigsEyePots, P-I-G-S-E-Y-E-P-O-T-S.com. Uh, Deanne Parks, and my website is www.artdeanne.com. And Chris? Chris Johnson, uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash Mona J Art and Gifts. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the Connections audience out for the St. Paul Art Crawl in fall this fall. And it's next week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Don't miss it. It's a great event and a wonderful way to support art and St. Paul.